We are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching ReZero. It's episode 20, Wilhelm van Astrea. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. And man, this guy, Wilhelm, is so cool. He... I think I told you he was cool. I love his story. I, I swear, the, the story that we finally kind of get within this episode and then maybe uh, next, a little more next episode is so good. Yeah. He's like pure anime. <laughs> so, He's like, pure anime in a in the best way because it, there are certain things that, of course, you knew are are gonna come, but then there are certain tweaks to the story that make it so good. And I really think that we'll probably talk about it as we go through this episode and next. But I just love how it unravels, and it gives you it's just slowly gives you the right pieces, but then you know that gives you the answer to something you didn't know you had a question. Or anyway, we'll get there. Before I do, <laughs> uh, before we do, I always have to say, you know, guys, give us some reviews over there on Apple Podcasts if you're liking what you're hearing. If you do have any comments or questions, stuff you'd like us to bring up here on the feed, uh, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you reach us. If you haven't already subscribed to the show and check out our other shows over there on fictionalcharacters.net. Of course, My Hero Academia and other stuff. Let's let's get into it. It's it kind of takes a step back from where we've been going because last time they're facing off they're about to hit the white whale with everything they got right right but in this the beginning here we see a person that i guess we don't know who it is at first but it's a young wilhelm and he's kind of walking down the this path he starts practicing with a sword just kind of out in the middle of nowhere it's like these ruins these very picturesque ruins yeah it almost looks like uh Breath of the Wild a little bit. Very you know? <laughs> much. Yeah. And he's he I love his hair. I love the whole getup that he's got going on. Yeah, he has like you could just throw him into a period piece with like samurai stuff and little cut across his eye and he'd be like classic samurai person. Pure, yeah. Just amazing. But he looks over as he's about to start practicing and he sees there's a, a lady there who's just kind of uh, I don't know, looking off like she's kind of surveying these this bed of flowers. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's a hard guess for a lot of people to think. And that was my first thought, too, of like, oh, that's probably his wife. This might be a story about how he met his wife. I think yeah. it's a pretty, pretty safe bet just mm -hmm. from like as the scene goes. I wouldn't I actually didn't consider it if uh, they had spun it a different way and it was like some other part of his past and not his wife, but it, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Because that's kind of why he's fighting the whale. So it, it, it makes sense. But you're, it's one of those things that happens where you're, you're glad to be right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that, yeah, the point is that he's doing this for his wife and you already heard that last time. Like, yeah. thank you for putting this uh, together. You know, when he thanked Subaru because the white whale took his wife and we've, We've got little, you know, that first time we met him, we found out he was the master swordsman or whatever they call him, the demon swordsman or something. Right. And then, and then we found out now that this person or his wife was killed fighting the white whale previously. And he's been trying to hunt down the, the uh, mob beast ever since. Mm -hmm. It's been, what, 14 years is what he keeps saying? Oh, I forgot. I, I didn't know that they uh, said the years. Yeah, 14 years he's been trying to take his revenge on this uh, thing. And uh, mm -hmm. so it's a big deal to him. And we find out more. But you know how they just kind of piecemeal it out. You get little scenes, little pieces even of the scenes. And then it gives you enough just to keep you going. 
Yeah, but the pacing of that is interesting now that you mention it, because it was like, I wonder, I was trying to think, would I have liked it better if they gave like the full backstory Mm -hmm. or is that piece by piece like help break up the action so it's not just one straight fight? Yeah, and it's weird because a lot of times when they do this, like kind of slowly peeling back the onion kind of storytelling, there's a mystery involved and there's not really a mystery to this. Yeah, I think that's really well said because it did feel like maybe that's what made me think why don't they put it all together and and you're right because there is nothing it's not too surprising like it's nice it's a nice story yeah it's just nice but it's also showing you his reasoning and why he's doing it the method behind his i don't know urgency and and what his you know what's going on in his head as he's as we're going through this and i think that's why it's nice because we're getting just little moments where he's reflecting on the past so it comes across that way and fills in the gaps in, in instead of just being half the episode is him and his wife, <laughs> you know, right. how they met and came together. And then and the then, other half is straight like fighting. It's, it's Yeah. True. So I like it that way, even though it's not really a mystery of where we're going or, or where it's headed. Um, I just think it's great storytelling. Uh, she does mention, you know, at first, do you like flowers? And he kind of, yeah, not really. <laughs> he never said yes or no. Now that I'm thinking about it, right? Well, he just, he just never mentions them. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that he cares too much. That yeah, that's that's fair. But uh, I just like that. What are you doing there? He's like, she starts to say something. And then says, ah, just come over here and look at the flowers. <laughs> what do you think she was thinking of? Any, oh. Anything in particular? No, I have. There's really, I don't feel like there's any clues that you could get from that. I was like, I just don't think that this um, anime really has thrown away lines. So I feel like maybe part of the purpose was like distracting from the fact maybe that she was there probably practicing as well. Yeah. And she didn't want to let on that she's this master swordsman because at this point he doesn't know. Right. And I I think that's a fair guess. Uh, I I think that's probably the only thing we had to go through. Yeah. I I just felt like it was a little odd to me because it was you have Mm -hmm. to remember that it's the wife and be sure, even though at this point it is still a little bit of a guess. Like like I said, Mm -hmm. it's pretty obvious, but you're not entirely sure. So it's not explicitly introduced. So now it's like, well, is she she running from her problems? Is she hiding the swordsman thing? Yeah, I don't think she's hiding it necessarily, but I just don't think she's like grandstanding or she's not a person who like is all about that. It's very understated. That's what she does, but she doesn't make a big deal of it. She doesn't even show up like her outfit is not very a swordsman person. So maybe in this case, she wasn't practicing. Maybe it's someplace... She practices, but then she came back just to look at the scenery. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it. Reflect on the life mm-hmm. that she could have, but she has duties to Correct. use her I think, skills. Yeah, there is a lot of talk about duties, maybe, and destiny, things like that, and what you want to do versus what you should be doing. I don't I don't know. There's Oh no, there's... that that's that's a really good way to put it because Subaru struggles with that a lot. There's there's a lot mm-hmm. of people, um, Amelia, the same thing, like what's her, what should she be doing instead of what does she want to do? Right. And I think that there are some, uh, I don't know if you want to say um, like analogies or some, some kind of similarity between him and Subaru in these moments. And I don't know if you watch it subbed, correct? Yeah. So if you watch it dubbed, Wilhelm's young actor is the same voice actor as Subaru. Oh, that's cool. I I didn't. um, So it's almost a sound like like if you if you listen, you can hear it. 
he talks much more like rigid and 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 I guess it's an older kind of sound like much you know but uh but you can tell just the the phrasing and and the the tone of the voice that it's the same voice actor in the dub that's really cool I so it's another thing to like clue you into maybe similarities yeah I'll have to look that up but I wouldn't I I would think that that's pretty good maybe that's why earlier Wilhelm was trying to it was the the thing that Wilhelm said when they were practicing that Subaru was not um not trying hard enough or whatever because he was more trying to give up versus or, or remember they were fighting I don't know if he was. yeah there was a, well there was a couple of moments because at first he wanted to help Subaru because he could tell that this uh the boys seen death many times that kind of thing or face death right and then yeah he did uh come at Subaru at that one point because he said he wasn't really putting himself into it he was he was it was all like emotion and not really his mind wasn't in what he was doing yeah and that was it and then maybe uh like you were saying that the actor was the same one it, at least young it sounded like it to me so i mean just another clue as to how we're supposed to take this that this is yeah some yeah. some in some way this is a a very subaru type person like yeah. where he could be or it could end up Right, or that he could, um, he sees some of him in himself in Subaru, right? Yeah, yeah, I really like it. But anyway, back to the main fight. We mm -hmm. have Rem doing this initial strike, jumping up and using her Morning Star against it. We have all these like lasers. They look like uh, what satellite things? It looks like Tesla coils, and it caught me off guard because yeah. we haven't seen any tech from this world. It's mostly mm -mm. carriages, magic, and my first thought was like, where did they get Tesla coils? Are they like steampunk? Yeah, it's a little bit. It's they have all these little contraption. They have this thing called the night banisher. Rem tells Subaru not to look, but <laughs> it kind of lights looks like up he the looks night. Like... Basically, just lights up everything. So it's it's basically daytime. Yeah, for a for a bit. So yeah, and and, and later I think it's actually the the next episode. You get a little bit of a closer look at the can, and it looks kind of like a cannon. So maybe it's some sort of magic um infused sort of thing or enchanted. yeah it's like a it yeah it looks like a cannon or a mortar or something where it's just shooting these things up right um the whale is just going off bellowing and and um some of the people uh well rem asks subaru if he's scared and he says he's not he's just scared of the super bright future where he's praised for defeating this thing <laughs> oh my I, goodness but don't you love his attitude now it's back to like that Subaru in the beginning. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And it, and it, again, it helps and moves things forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it also gets you back on his side. I know it was a little tough at some points during this arc to feel like you were there with him because he was he was fighting against what he had to do or, or the fact that he was kind of treading water in some areas where he didn't know what to do. Right. So and I think... What uh, oh. I just think that now that he's back on track, he's a lot more positive because he can feel the 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 good vibes like going like he knows he's he's going in the right direction now. Yeah. And I think that's a, it's a good li life lesson. What you said about uh, it's hard to root for him sort of in, in some of the other situations. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's there's that famous story where like somebody breaks down and nobody stops to help him or whatever. Or you complain no one stops to help him. But then you break down and the other person's like pushing their car. And they'll get mm -hmm. more help because it's easier to help somebody that seems to be trying, trying to help themselves, trying to do something. So you want to help them. You want to they're like True. actively doing something. So Subaru is kind of a good example that he's usually people seem to like him. And even if he's mucking it up or trying this, that, the other thing, and half the time it doesn't work, he's actively moving forward and doing something. It's a little easier to say, you know, he's not 
he's not exactly there, but that's someone I could root for. So yeah. kind of like what you're saying, he's he's got that more positive attitude and he's out here, he's doing something, he wants to go and, and do something. Also, I think just the fact that he was able to say everything to Rem in that one episode that was mostly talk. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's just good to just get it all out, just get it all out and say it. Because I think a lot of times people, they hold in their feelings and they, they're afraid to speak what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what's in their heart. And so they just hold on to that. And sometimes all it takes is just to get it out. Sometimes saying it, sometimes all you need to do is write it out. But then once it's done and out, you kind of feel, I don't know, is it that the reason people go to therapy sometimes, I think, too? Because then once it's said and once it's done, they can almost be rid of it and then can move on. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, we've best we have moved on from that Subaru. And now he's really he's really going at this thing. He's really all in. But not just him. We see lots of people going after this thing. Uh, oh, did you like Miss Cruchet's sword? Oh, Her yes. sword slicing? Definitely. And I love the description that it like ignores range. Uh, I yeah. forget the wording, but it's, it's so her good. sword art. It's an intangible sword with no regard for range. Yeah, that's the part. The no regard for range. I thought it's just a really funny way to describe it. And it sounds yeah. really <laughs> OP. Like, like what? <laughs> yeah. We do find out later on that there is some kind of range. I was a little disappointed when I found out there was a range, but it makes sense. Like it yeah. can't just like pierce the moon, you know, like, there's gotta yeah. be, it makes sense that there's limits, but I really like the idea that she kind of just breaks the rules and is right. mele- she's meleeing from like a mile away. Yeah. You, I've never seen that before. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But you get more blasts. You get all this uh, evasive action going on with Will. What she yells out, at the crowd, the, the the army, they all kind of avoid the whale because the whale's coming down at her and she's standing her ground, Miss Cruce. And then Will comes out, flipping off of his ground dragon, stands his ground as the thing's coming at him and the last minute jumps up and then starts, what, running across this thing with just digging his sword into it? Yeah, this is the most anime thing that has happened in this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, <laughs> yeah. there's been like cool big strikes and spells and that sort of uh-huh. thing, but this this is it. This is the one pro like a protagonist running to one-on-one the bad guy, you know, pulls out a sword that you barely see and next thing you know everyone's heads are cut off. Like this is him running in and just it's so good though. It is. It is really, and it's, it is a nice touch because you kind of expect that from shonens or things where the main character is really OP, but it really hasn't happened too much here. There has we been, ra- you know, not on this show. Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it's more something you'd see like My Hero Academia, where it's like you're waiting for the guy to do the really cool thing. You're waiting for the new power to come out or, you yeah, know. or any battle manga, anime, something you see yeah. this stuff, but yeah, we haven't really seen it here, and I really like it. Yeah, it's it's a good uh, change of pace instead of Subaru getting stabbed by uh, a tiny, <laughs> yeah, a he's tiny knife. Powerless. And, yeah, and dying in an alleyway from like a mugger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do like that Wilhelm's he's super just too. He think, thank you for being cooperative and coming here to be slain. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. But there's all kinds of fire blasts. They they do one big salvo at it, and everyone starts like like rooting and you know throwing up hoorays. They think it's they just got it, and it's not falling down. So it's a little what they say. It's tougher than we thought because those initial they thought those initial blasts would be enough. They gave it everything they had right away, of course, and that's what you would do against something this big. You wouldn't want the fight to go on longer than you had to. 
right and why and and why not there doesn't seem to be much of a reason for them to say like oh we need to see if it absorbs our our tax or not it's more like no you just hit it i mean the the blood yeah the blood's coming out so it's not absorbing it it might be regenerating super fast and i think that's the problem too yeah but it it, has a lot of mana and i guess we find out when they start talking but the the white whatever it has the the tentacles or like whatever it has going on some weird scales i mean like yeah, scales or whatever can distribute and disperse the mana to heal as it goes. So even though it's bleeding, it's kind of healing too. Yeah. So the magic is not as effective as they'd hoped. So Ricardo comes in. He says it's time for the second campaign. And it involves him basically riding up his wolf thing, riding on top of the whale, just digging into it the same way that, that uh, Wilhelm was doing. Mm-hmm. And they're all just running around on this thing because it's big enough, I guess, running around and and blasting it and cutting into it. Yeah. And the mages. So I, I keep thinking of them as white mages because they have the, the little the cat warriors with mm-hmm. the little hoods and the ears. It's, it's very cute. And then I like how the uh, I think it, it happens around there. And the, yeah, they start blasting. They do. Yeah, like a, they like yell and blast lasers. And it's really cute. <laughs> it's but it's pretty dang effective. I think it's it's oh, a it big looks, blast. Yeah, and it reminds me because they said that they're some of the best ones in the army. And yeah. I, I don't know why I kept thinking that they would be physical fighters. I think I just wanted to see the small. Oh, cat. instead of a magic deal. Right. I just kept wanting. I guess I had secretly. You wanted to see Yoda flipping around or something. Yeah, just like a, the small character being the one that's like the brawler and <laughs> just punch things and beat them up. Yeah, I don't think this would really work in this setting though because they're only up against this one big huge thing and that's even kind of what felix says right now he felix kind of rides up next to subaru and is talking about how he doesn't really have much to do in this fight right now even though subaru tells him look uh you have a lot to do you need to be there to heal people you're the lifeline if anyone gets hurt and it's true he does come in handy being oh yeah (laughs) he's got plenty of work I like that he even brings up that, hey, Subaru's kind of changed in one day. Because <laughs> it has been only one day since that initial, what, his fallout with Julius and all that other stuff. Oh, that's It true. seems like so long ago. From there, and that's it's funny, from their perspective, from the non-Subaru characters' perspectives, every day Subaru just might, must be completely different. And yeah. it must make him seem like really shady or insane. Yeah. Roswell likes it because he likes chaos, apparently. Yeah. Beatrice is like, I guess, weirded out, but she's like, eh, all right. All and right. Then, but Amelia, we keep thinking that like, oh, you know, he's done endearing things to her. But when you look at it, it's like, dude, he's changing a ton every day. That is that is strange. It is weird. Maybe at one point it'd be fun to go back and look through exactly what happened on the playthrough that lasted right and, and set up a perspective of what the other people are seeing that is yeah that, that would that would be cool oh man well guys let us know if that's something you'd like to hear oh that's so much work it's, it's kind of interesting though <laughs> <laughs> at this point uh subaru is just saying let's just say i am i became a slightly better man <laughs> just leave it at that Wilhelm is still carving. Uh, I like that one point. It's another very anime moment where he falls off the thing and Ricardo launches him back up like he lands on the his sword blade and launches him back up at the whale. Yeah, the team attack, he gets boosted is, yeah. is great. I, I really like the synergy. I like a lot of how they did this fight. I think when I think it's not easy to do big fights with a lot of characters. A lot of characters up against one huge thing. Yeah, 
they're either like smashing into it and just getting mm-hmm. thrown aside and they're kind of like throwaway things or mm-hmm. everyone feels like they're waiting their turn because it's like what are you gonna have like 50 main characters all shoot the like their best separate yeah. specific attacks and then you can't really parse it right you can't make sense of it but there's a lot of moments like this that i think are fit in there nicely i think it probably already happened at one point where subaru and rem are doing their thing and the uh, mercenaries come in like how dare you look away sort of thing and oh I, right I, yeah I, yeah i really like that because it shows that they're there and active and participating concurrently not just oh and then this thing happened yeah and then exactly. back to subaru and then like wait wouldn't they be at the same time Mm-hmm. So I really like that pacing. And then the jumping off is kind of like the same thing because they're there. They're ready. They've been fighting, too. And they're yeah, they're in the fight. They're, they're all in the same fight. Yeah. But it's nice that it kind of flows like. Yeah. That. And it's a bro move. Like you're saying, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but Wilhelm takes out the whale's eyes at this point. He goes in and he cuts one out. It falls. And when he's down there, he grabs it up, with, what, what stabs it with the sword and holds it up into the sky. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's definitely a pretty badass. And I'm like, oh, he should go for the other eye. I mean, even if they don't kill it, if he takes both of them. Yeah, but this is when the other eye starts changing. It changes to red and it does this huge deafening wail that at first blows out fog. And then it does even more. I guess it does shift over to we shift back to Wilhelm thinking about his wife talking about flowers again. (laughs) And he still hates them. (laughs) Secretly hates them. Yeah, but uh, he talks about how the sword is all that he has, and that's why he keeps working with it, you know, because they always seem to meet up at that one moment, you know, that one place in the ruins there. At this point, I imagine he goes there to, so he could see her. Probably. Secretly. And maybe it's a, maybe it's reciprocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that makes sense. But everyone's kind of retreating through the fog. It's dissipating, I give it, but they call it, um, Subaru, I think, calls it at this point the fog of elimination. Because they realize that people are starting to go missing. And he remembers now something that I think you brought up. What happens? Are these people actually deserting or or did they just vanish from existence? Right. And are they and I thought it was maybe some sort of mind control. Are they going to start fighting each other? Why has no one mentioned it? It was a big deal. And I was I was expecting like, yeah, when's when's that seems like it's a big thing. How uh, this sets the mechanics of how it works. So Mm -hmm. I like that they explain that they kind of have to get hit by it. So I'm like, okay, so if it's it's not just an AOE where they just let the fog out and everyone in the fog is affected, because that would be, they'd, they'd be it, done it, for. It'd be too hard, yeah. Right, so. You just have to get blasted hard enough with this stuff. Right. He's saying that uh, the reason he has the sword, Wilhelm works with the sword, is because he couldn't think of any other way to protect others. So did he just come from nothing, I guess? Is this one of those stories? Yeah, the implication... we know that he takes her name. He takes the Vanistrian name because that's her name. Yeah. So it seems like he would just be working his way up and doesn't come from royalty. So I think no. that's kind of implied. Yeah. And he marries into that family because this the girl, Teresia, I guess, is her name. We find out later. Uh, she has the red hair that looks a lot like Reinhardt or some of the other Vanistrians. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about that. It's not just the vanishing that the fog does. We see something else that it does right here. It starts to drive people crazy. Well, I guess that's the sound. The sound and the fog. It's kind of like mana sickness, I guess, is what Rem says. It's not affecting Subaru, but some of the other people are going crazy. 
Yeah, it seems like some sort of crazy psychic attack. Like yeah. Cthulhu-level mind games. Like Yeah, dark, people it's, are it's, carving, like, clawing at their face. Yeah, it's getting much more like ReZero at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Felix is in there, and this is when he starts, what, doing the healing. It's It probably doesn't need that much to just remove the effect. And it, it starts to dissipate anyway pretty quick. But at th- this point, everyone's kind of everywhere. Subaru decides he's going to buy them some time. <laughs> and then I love that he's like, hey, Rem, you want to come to the most dangerous place here? And of course, she's game. Yeah, you know. I, I thought that was very cute. She's, he's like, yeah, the most dangerous place. And she just says, of course, anywhere, right? Right. Anywhere with him. And you know that the most dangerous place means that he's going to lure them away with the witch's scent. And I thought that is uh, a little telling this time. I think, is this the first time when he does the thing, the trick where he starts to talk about the return by death and you see a face behind him like it is the witch? Yeah, I think the face feels new. The face feels new. And I think before we are discussing, like, could it be his arms that are reaching out and grabbing at his, you know, himself? Like he's doing it with his own power. But at this point, seeing the face seems to tell me that, no, it is another force moving in and doing this to him. Yeah, it's hard to put those two ideas together for me because I I also liked that maybe he could use the arms if he could control it. But Mm -hmm. again, with the face, it kind of implies that it's not his power per se, right? It's like like a borrowed power or something, not just... And I guess it could be both together, but... It's hard to say at this point, but seeing the the face behind him does say that it seems to be someone else is running things. Right. For now. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't be too surprised if he gains control of arms and is able to. uh, Yeah, who knows? It's kind of like Jujutsu Kaisen sort of thing, right? Or Naruto even where I don't remember enough of that. But uh, in the Jujutsu Kaisen where sometimes he asks for to use the power of the demon Mm -hmm. when he like really needs it. Right. To like give up his his body so it kind of feels like maybe they could go in that direction so yeah, i don't know could that's get a good that's a good call i don't i don't know but uh, i love it he asked rem if he if she can sense it and she's like yeah you reek yeah <laughs> but uh the whale is after them i i it's kind of great how they have this going because there's so much fog and they're running through the fog uh, it's really tense, and the whale, you think it's coming from behind them, like it's following them, but then it shows up right in front of them. And uh, so Rem pulls an ice crystal up out of the ground the last minute, and then the other people come and attack it. I think this is where Wilhelm says that he's spent the last 14 years. And so there, he's up there attacking it. He meets up with Ricardo on top, and Ricardo thinks it's actually getting fun now, but because the uh, <laughs> whale is putting up less of a fight. And that means something, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like they they can have some hope that they are doing some damage because before it didn't really seem like it. Yeah, but he does think it's weird or odd. It's hard to believe that they're they're getting the best of something like this because it was a thing that killed his wife, knowing that she was so good, you know? Yeah. But he starts to fall. I love that he cuts off the horn because at least I would think it'd be the same with these mobbies. That's a source of power. Oh, I was kind of thinking like, you know, it's low hanging fruit and they may away. Maybe it helps them fly. <laughs> so I don't know. I was like, oh, if you chop off all the extremities, like maybe that maybe if they, they can't hurt it another way. I thought that'd be super clear. Like if that thing doesn't grow back, then it's not like pure regeneration. So we'll just start hacking away at the easy pieces. The eye. Well, yeah, I think there are doing a lot of hacking. <laughs> That's true. 
But that's what I thought of, because when I think of a horn, I think of rim and rum and all that stuff. That would definitely fit. I, I think that's a good a good call out that it could possibly work that way. There's already precedent for that. The fog just keeps blasting down on them. And I think that there's this great moment where Will looks over and sees a flower, just a, one flower on the ground just before he gets swallowed up by the whale. It's like kind of trenching, like digging into the ground and swallows him. And there's a split moment where it goes back. We see the flashback of why he became a knight to protect people. And there's this attack that we see, this attack at night where he's bested. He's down on the ground. The sword's been knocked away. So he's kind of surrounded by all these, I don't know, creatures. Yeah, I wonder. It's like, oh, what if it, it, it's completely wrong? Was like, what if uh, they were the ones that saved Rem's village? But then I forgot oh, that, was, no. that was Roswald, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's a different kind of thing. But yeah, it's it's similar, I guess. But yeah, then there's this moment of just this blinding light. It's so anime too. <laughs> Another really anime moment where she is there and just everything just like cuts apart, you know, like blasts apart, and then she goes after him, and it's Teresia saving him, and. That's when he realizes, oh, you're a swords person too. And better than he is. And currently. better than he is. And it, it's a tough pill to swallow, I think. It actually is something that he has a hard time with. And we'll talk about that as we get more into their story next time, too, I think. Mm -hmm. But she does say, yeah, protecting someone, you know, sounds good to me, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Wilhelm is swallowed. We see that. Uh, Subaru is a little upset by that. And. And the whale comes for them next. And Ricardo basically sacrifices himself just to save, just to knock Subaru out of the way. Yeah, it almost looked like he like exploded into guts. <laughs> like it kind of did. It kind of did. Because then we look over and he's like, yeah, in a pool of blood, not getting up. And it's this really scary moment where Subaru looks up and realizes that the stakes of Wraith, there are two more whales up there. There are three altogether now. Right. And I thought, are, are they clones? Are they mirror images? Are they yeah. real? Are they fake? Like, Well, they don't... you've seen boss battles. You know how this works. <laughs> yeah. It's always in threes. <laughs> it's true. It is usually in threes. But we, we should comment on Wilhelm getting eaten. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the with the whale being a whale, or when he got eaten, the first thing I thought is like, well, he better like instantly die. Otherwise, he's going to cut himself out, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's going to be like a lot of damage from the inside. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see where that goes next time. It's true. Yeah, he's still in there right now. <laughs> he's still in there because, yeah, it's that moment of, oh, no, not only is the fog bearing down on them and like splitting up the army, Wilhelm's been swallowed, Ricardo is down, and, you know, now there are more whales to contend with. And they're barely getting this one, done, you know, yep. taken care of. So what do you do? But I guess that's next time. Yep. Anyway, we'll find out where this goes next time. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Brian. All right. Take care, guys.
I, am I getting through to you at all? 